to the earth uh, to land uh, safely. The turbulence is something that concerns uh, the frightened flyer. Well, as a matter of fact, airplanes are built for turbulence. Every time there's a hurricane, our airplanes fly through that hurricane, fly through the eye of the hurricane with sheer wind forces over 165 miles an hour. Airplanes like boats are, are built for rough seas and are built for turbulence. There has been no American commercial airline that has crashed as a result of turbulence. Some, sometimes you hit some turbulence and the airplane drops and if you're not wearing a seatbelt, you may bang your head. But it's very interesting, even though people may be hurting when you go through terrible turbulence, nothing seems to happen to the airplanes. They all indeed land safely. The other thing that, that frightens people is, is the way airplane accidents are handled. I, I don't know how many uh, of my uh, listeners uh, read the headlines yesterday that two to four million airplanes took off and landed safely. Well, well don't, don't bother looking for that the headline because you're never going to read it. It doesn't sell newspapers, but let one of those little silver birds hit the ground, and for the next two years, you're going to be reading about whether it was the uh, gasoline tank that exploded or whether a, a missile brought it down or what go. Airplane crashes sell papers, and, and people that are anxious, people that are phobic about any topic, spend a great deal of time looking for information that would support their fear. And if you're indeed uncomfortable flying and all you read day after day is how the airplane crashed and how they're looking for survivors and how they find the black box, it sells an incredible amount of, of paper. Well, let, let's look at the dynamics of anxiety. Why, why have a fear response? Uh, initially, when the nature decided to create this, it created what was called a fight or flight response. Basically, uh, anxiety is preparation for a, a, a mortal combat situation. Uh, you probably have all read stories of the 70-year-old grandmother that goes out in the backyard and sees her grandson pinned under her car, runs over and lifts the car up. The child crawls out. The next day, CNN comes by and, and checks the amount of force necessary to lift the corner of her car, about 700 pounds. Then they ask 70-year-old grandma, now lift the car, and grandmother can't even generate 100 pounds of force. Well, well, where did the other 600 pounds of force come from? Well, it comes from the secretion of an extremely powerful drug in your body, a drug called adrenaline, the most powerful drug, a drug that's used in the olden days for you to be able to wrestle a saber-toothed tiger, to be able to jump 20 feet up in a tree, to be able to run the 100-yard dash in four seconds. As a matter of fact, when we feel anxious, every symptom that you experience is actually preparation for mortal combat and can be explained as a very useful adaptation of the body's preparation for mortal combat. Most important to recognize that if that is a normal body function, if anxiety is a normal body product, then it never leads to disease, death, heart attacks, strokes, insanity, because no normal body function would ever lead to that. I mean, if indeed one out of four Americans is anxious and that was a threat to us, you, you wouldn't they be able to drive to work. There'd be so many dead bodies on the street from anxiety patients. Anxiety is not dangerous. Anxiety is uncomfortable. And the incredible part, when you, when you get to the part where you handle your anxiety well, you will recognize experientially that that's true. 
no normal body function leads to death, disease, or insanity. That mechanism was placed there to save your life. When you get anxious, you are actually focused and perceiving that the situation you're in is indeed a threat to your existence. Uh, I used to talk about everyone having a scare voice, and I used to call it the Phobot voice. Uh, well, people didn't seem to understand that, that term, but when I began to work with third grade children who also are quite frightened in our society, I began to recognize that every one of us and every one of the third grade children at one time, maybe at age five or six, had a friend that would hide behind a bush, and when you would walk by, would jump out and go, boo, B-O-O, boo. Well, all of us have a boo voice. All of us have a scare voice. And when we get into situations, particularly if you're anxious about flying, you will hear from that